0: And welcome on this Thursday night to the Campus Lounge and the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl. I'm Sandy Clough. Good to be with you right here from Campus Lounge. Washington Parks, Bonnie Bray's oldest standing dive bar, but let me tell you, it's a lot more than that. Elevated feeling you get when you bite into one of those burgers, the best burgers in the area. I think its they're the best burgers in the state and i've been a lot of places over 40 plus years Uh, places fun terrific atmosphere all kinds of sporting events on tonight uh, including anaheim and the avalanche in about an hour if you're in the area and uh, you want to stop on by Uh, the kids can play parents can relax as he said the food's great located right off the three-way intersection of exposition university and bonnie Bray boulevard And, of course, you can watch the Pioneers here on a regular basis, and especially tomorrow night when uh, DU makes its uh, inaugural official visit to uh, Ball Arena, official or unofficial. As Ball Arena, this is a first-time event with uh, DU taking on Colorado College. Uh, Coach David Carl always by my side, and – This is one I know you've had uh, circled. It's the first of four with CC, but it's being played at Ball Arena. You expect a five-figure crowd uh, tomorrow night, and uh, it's, uh, I think, a wonderful idea that uh, brings some refreshment to the rivalry. Yeah,
1: we're we're really looking forward to taking the game down to Ball Arena. Um, It's something that we had talked about after the championship and then with the Avs winning um, and becoming Hockey Capital USA of just continuing uh, to try and grow the game here in the city and in the state and and showcase obviously our program but also um, to do it against our biggest rival in Colorado College thought it would be a great opportunity to do that and um, things I will admittedly say probably took a little slower and longer to get uh, the details finalized Uh For the date and, and get contracts signed, but sure. uh, for for when it was announced, we announced it as soon as we could in early December, and, uh, you know, tickets have sold excellently well, yeah. and uh, we're thrilled to be able to, for, one, for our student-athletes to be able yeah. to get the experience of playing oh. in an NHL building Absolutely. in a big home crowd for us, um, and then, two, for our fans to be able to see us in a different venue, um, a bigger venue uh, as well, and just continue to try and grow our brand and bring more people into what Denver pioneer hockey is and and is all about. And, um, that's a big thing for us as well. You know, we want um, to continue to grow that and and be a focal point in this community and in this city like we are. And, and, uh, to have the fan support we do, um, to again, be hopefully close to a sellout, um, is just an incredible achievement. I think for, Uh, our players that they uh, play a brand of hockey that that is that exciting and for our program that we have the the history and the tradition that we do over 70 plus years to be able to get that many people out to downtown Denver to watch us play.
0: I I remember uh, being uh, out here uh, when there were games uh, played on occasion at uh, Old McNichols Arena and I thought that was a big deal. I've been here for more than 40 years, and I've probably seen pretty close to half the games you played all time over that uh, period uh, against Colorado College. But to have hockey positioned the way it is in the market right now, I, I think it's an electric atmosphere for hockey Yeah, at, at the moment. And there's nothing to match it, in my experience, of almost 45 years out here. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't remember a time where hockey was – On the tip of people's tongues, talking about it all the time.
1: Yeah, and obviously um, the Avs doing what they're doing and and coming out here um, in 96 and and winning cups uh, has certainly winning one right away. Yeah, winning one right away, and and that's certainly helped grow the game in the city and in the community. And, um, you know, we've won four championships since the turn of the century, and and now you have both programs, uh, organizations at a really high level. Um, you know, the abs are getting healthy and, and they're starting, you know, they're on a bit of a run right now. And, uh, you know, once they get Nakushkin Landeskog back, I mean, the sky's the limit again for them to, to hopefully go on a long playoff run and try and repeat. And obviously that, that's very much in the forefront of our minds. So it's great. Um, the synergy, I think that both organizations have, um, we get along really well with one another, I think support each other exceptionally well. And, um, we want to continue to grow the game. Um. In the city of Denver and the state of Colorado, um, and I think you know this this night is is a big part of that. We wouldn't be able to do this. Um, you know, a few years back. And the, the fact that we can is, again, it's a testament to where hockey's at in this community.
0: And, and it's really exploded, uh, not in terms of only interest, but of participation. And yep. we'll talk more about that later uh, in this hour with Sheldon Walitsky, who is uh, going to be our special guest. And for those who don't know Sheldon, uh, you'll get to know him later on. Uh, in fact, here in about uh, uh, 15 minutes, we'll bring uh, Sheldon on, and uh, he'll talk about what's uh uh, happening uh, as far as uh, uh, his efforts are concerned in uh, more detail. But uh, it, it's a nice break maybe for you uh, after a rough weekend last weekend in, in St. Cloud, a nice break, a different environment, and I would guess maybe a little more hop uh, in practices this week than yeah. you would normally have.
1: Yeah, I think it's I uh, you know it's a it's certainly a break in the routine yeah um, you know in that it's a single game weekend um, where our focus is all on that 60 minutes um, it's certainly gonna be and that's uh, unusual too yeah way. it I, is and I have in, just in one a, game this weekend yep for sure and a highly anticipated um, atmosphere for our players to, to be able to be a part of um, you know they're they're also looking forward to that and I'm sure um, you know they got swept at home last weekend against Western Mm -hmm. Um, the week of practice I think yeah there's excitement for us to play in this game Um, but there's also a real I think uh, level of responsibility being taken for what didn't go well last weekend against St. Cloud and, and you know us looking in the mirror as far as what we need to get better at and We've seen a lot of that, um, I would say, ownership and responsibility being taken over um, this week in practice. So it's great that we we get an opportunity to um, show those improvements, and we get an opportunity to do it on this big of a stage. Um, We're certainly, I know our players are very excited to be able to take that challenge on.
0: Let's talk uh, a little bit about uh, last weekend, and uh, we won't dwell on it uh, uh, too much because we want to look ahead uh, to tomorrow night. But. Uh, You know, I I went back and watched the games uh, again today and uh, uh, talking with Ron, your uh, uh, your, your publicist, just before we uh, began here. And my my sense was that uh, the games were much closer than the scores indicated if you just looked at the box score. Uh, But even, even if you didn't see the games from start to finish, the fact of the matter was, let's start with Friday night. Late second period, it's a four-three game. It's anybody's game at that point, dead even. Yep, pretty well, much.
1: Yeah, no, it it is, and um, we started real well on Friday night, uh, you know, and they they pushed back. You were up two um, on Friday night in the second, and uh, they did probably what we generally do to teams in the yep. second period and how they came out, and um, it was it was an odd game. Um, you know, every seemed like every momentous moment in the game, uh, we didn't find a way to execute. And they did, and and ultimately, I think that was the biggest difference in the hockey game. We don't score in our minute forty-five on three. Yes, um, they come twenty seconds after killing it off. They they score. Um, we have two shorthanded breakaways to to uh, to tie the game at you know late there in the, in the second. Right, um, or sorry, to get it within one and and are unable to do that. And it was it was an odd hockey game. It, again, it's good to be in those those games where. Um, you have to you have to figure out ways to uh, execute in those big moments. And unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. And, um, you know, getting into Saturday, 2 nothing hockey game, again, very tight, 5-3 shots after the first. Uh, felt a lot like the Duluth uh, frozen faceoff game last year. Yeah. And that it was a real good game. And, um, you know, again, where each team had 7-8, 5-on-5 chances, they find a way to score on one. We, we find a way not well, to score on any of ours. and um, So that's kind of the lesson. We need to harden ourselves offensively. Um, so it was, it was, albeit losing is not fun, um, we talked about that after. We need to remember that feeling. Um, it's about how do you get better, and, and, and that was, I think, the focus of our you week. You said,
0: I think, I'm quoting you accurately, you'll tell me if I'm not, but you said after the game on Saturday that you felt your team got better mm-hmm. over the weekend, even though you lost two games by a combined score of 9-3. to three. Yeah, How we, so?
1: Well, you get pushed, and I think that's, you know, um, that's the great part about our league and playing top teams. And um, to be quite frank, um, you know, no disrespect to Miami, but, you know, when, when we made mistakes in those games, they weren't able to make us pay and, and Magnus was there and, and had to make some big saves. Um, a team like Saint Cloud, they can make you pay when you when you when you fail to execute properly and uh, the margin for error just gets smaller and that's what playoff hockey is and um, I think we learned that lesson again last year in that Duluth game, led us on to the run. I don't think we win the championship if we win the Duluth game. I mean it's I think that was a huge wake up call for our team and um, so sitting here, 10 games remaining in the regular season, are we going to go 10-0 and 0 because we lost these two games? You know, probably not. Um, but we, I think we've internalized the lessons well. Um, we felt it, and and we had a good week of practice, and we're excited to, to get after the challenge of showing that improvement here starting on Friday night.
0: You also said, it again, I, I'm paraphrasing, but I think I got the gist of it, that you thought for your young players – your new players some of your role players there were lessons to be learned from the weekend i mean their top end guys were really good and i know goals are goals no matter how they're scored but it seemed that on friday night they were getting tips and on saturday night they were getting rebounds it wasn't as if it was a breakaway festival on both nights or, or odd man rushes predominated in either game. There weren't that many no. combined shots on goal in the two game series for two very good offensive teams.
1: Yeah, correct. Um, it was, and, and for being on the big ice, yeah. um, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of open ice, especially on Saturday night. I thought both teams checked extremely well. And, and again, it was good for us to be in that battle, um, you know, we relate it sometimes to a staring contest and the team that blinks first um, is going to be the one who comes up on the short side. And, um, you know, we blinked a few too many times on the weekend and um, you have to, there's, you have to go through moments. Um, there's a lot of returners off last year. We guys have won a lot of big games, but the dynamics are still different. Oh, yeah. and, and we have to learn, this team has to learn how to face those moments head-on, eyes wide open, and, and be able to execute in those big
0: moments. That was a hard transition to make, too. And, I, I again, I share your view on, on Miami. They're, they're having a rough time, rough year. Uh, both nights you played them here a couple of weeks ago, uh, things began to snowball, and they, they didn't have the resources to be able to mm-hmm. provide any kind of counterattack. You go from that to playing on the road, against a team in front of a big, enthusiastic home crowd that's just going to capitalize on everything. And I, I thought Friday night at least four of the seven goals they scored. Well, one was empty net. I'll say at least four of the six goals they scored. It, it didn't appear that they were in a position to be all that dangerous, and all of a sudden the puck's in the net. Yeah. And thank goodness, you know, they show replays. Because on at least four of their goals, I didn't see the puck going in that.
1: Yeah, and but again, that's that's. Uh, I mean, they're ranked number one in the country now. They're, that's they're, a reason. They're, they're top that's... four in the pair wise. Um, we're fifth, in, I mean, they're they're a really good hockey team, and that's where we talk about the margins um, just begin to shrink, and and they know that about us too. And, oh, sure. And, and, and they found uh, again, they found ways uh, to execute in the momentous moments um, on the weekend, and and that's where. Again, we need, we've need. we had a good week of practice of trying to harden ourselves offensively, uh, be hard on ourselves, um, and I say that our players pushing each other, getting each other better, and um, it's about growth and being a different team yeah. 10 games from now than we are today.
0: Well, we're going to bring in uh, Sheldon Wolitski, who uh, uh, up until today was not necessarily a familiar figure to me, though he should have been, and I think to a lot of listeners uh, in our Uh, audience here tonight some of the people here at Campus Lounge will get a chance to meet Sheldon here in just a moment when we continue from the Campus Lounge this is the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl as we continue stay with us This is the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl, Sandy Cleff alongside, and uh, we'll bring in uh, Sheldon Wilitzki here in just a second. Uh, we want to invite all of you here at the Campus Lounge and those of you who may be coming in over the next 20 or 30 minutes, we have a ticket giveaway for the game tomorrow night at Ball Arena between Denver and Colorado College. But you have to come up here and simply sign up. We'll do a drawing at the end of this hour. So if you're interested in four tickets, and I'm sure they're fine tickets to the game tomorrow night at Ball Arena between DU and CC, come up here and sign up, and we'll be drawing a winner at the end of the hour. And uh, uh, Sheldon Wolitski, welcome. Yeah. to uh, the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl from the Campus Lounge. It's uh, great to see you and meet you. Uh, I've read and heard a great deal about you, and uh, I was talking with some people about how to introduce you, and the immediate thought and reading about you uh, was to introduce you. I know you played the game, yeah, uh, but to introduce you as a hockey builder. Because, in everything I've read and heard about you, that's what you do.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate you joining, uh, inviting me to the show. This is a great environment out here. So absolutely, thank you very much. this is
0: the place to be.
2: I wouldn't really. I, I, no one's ever called me a hockey builder, but I guess it makes sense with uh, with me turning, you know, from playing, you know, NCAA hockey to now giving back to the sport that you know made me successful in life. So. Um, we've got uh, 600 kids strong now in our program so it's pretty awesome you and David
0: have met on a couple of occasions but talk about that if if you could uh, David how you uh, met Sheldon and Sheldon how uh, you and David got together what brought you together
1: yep uh, for for me it, it's, it's uh, Sheldon and, and our assistant coach Dallas Ferguson oh, okay. um, connecting and Um, you know, they were, I believe they were down for a tournament, and we'd heard about, you know, what Sheldon was doing um, up in the mountain area, and and Sheldon will probably get a little bit more into that, but uh, brought a bunch of kids down and um, observed a pregame skate, and then, you know, showed them around the locker room, and um, I would say Dallas is is kind of in the forefront of of building the relationship, and um, and then, like you said, the more you hear about you know what he's doing, and um, it's really inspirational, and um, providing a lot of great opportunities to, as we talked about at the start of the show, of, about growing the game. Um, this is someone who's who's doing it on the uh, at the grassroots, you know, yeah. at the grassroots level. So it's really impressive.
0: How'd you meet David?
2: Well, uh, it's a, it's a hockey, uh, the hockey world's small. Yeah, and uh, it is, isn't it? And it was important for us, but most of our kids. Um, have never been to any type of a pro game, college game, because we're, we're in Carbondale. Yes. And we're a big believer that you have to have that spark in order to uh, believe that you can fulfill your dreams in hockey. And uh, so when we came to Denver for a tournament, it was important for us to meet uh, you know, somebody, whether it's the Avs, DU, Eagles. So I reached out to some of my contacts, and turns out that I ended up playing against Dallas back in the day. Did you remember that, that or did he remember that? So it was just we we put two and two together. He was an old. I played for the Calgary Royals. Yeah. And uh, then I found out that uh, uh, Tavis and I also have some connections from Grand Prairie. So uh, they welcomed us with open arms. We had all the kids there. 98% of them have never been to, like, an organized hockey game so they were their eyeballs were just amazing so it was not only just um what they did for us by getting us close seats but you know coach uh brought us into the dressing room and, and showed us around and it was just uh it was a really special moment for the kids and i don't think even the players um i don't think they i think they do realize like what a what an impact they're making on young kids um i see it every day but um it was a really special moment uh, for the for the kids and for D.U. to invited us in it was it's made a big impact.
0: We know you got a big event uh, tell tell us about that uh, event in Carbondale tomorrow at 5 yep. pm.
2: yeah yeah well, I know you guys had Marty on yes here. Uh, he, I'm a big good friend of Marty. He got me introduced to the uh, humble Bronco survivors yep. um, as well as the uh, gold medalist uh, sled hockey team right. So, we—I met the humble Broncos in Edmonton. Uh, we were there watching the Abs uh, beat up on the Oilers in the playoffs last year. <laughs> and I got, I mean, I'm from Edmonton, so it was, it was a family divided. But um, but I got to meet the Broncos and uh, got to hear their story. And I invited them to come out to Colorado, and they took me up on it. So Marty organized it. So uh, tomorrow we've uh, we've got a big game. Uh, we're going to be. Marty and a couple of the coaches are going to be playing the Humble Broncos and then the sled hockey team is going to be going out there. We're going to have about uh, 400 uh, people in attendance and it's going to be a beautiful thing. Next day we're taking them out skiing. A lot of them have never skied before, so they'll be skiing snowmass uh, on the sled skis. Wow. And then uh, we're taking them to X Games after that, so it should be pretty awesome.
0: That's terrific. Uh, you know, we, David and I were talking earlier about how not only hockey interest, but hockey participation has exploded over the last quarter century yeah. since the Avalanche arrived. It's more than that. Now it's almost closer to thirty years, actually. Yeah. Uh, now, um, how did you get started up in Aspen? A- and and again, you're you're teaching kids to skate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who have never never been in a hockey environment before? Don't yeah. know anything about it. Yeah. And the NHL got interested because your program promotes diversity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we, I was
2: fortunate enough to do well in business, um, and we decided to. Quite well. Thank yes, you. You're I appreciate modest that. modest well, say how well, but well, quite well. I, I ate humble pie a few times, so I'll never <laughs> take it for granted. <laughs> so, but uh, decided to make a family move to Aspen, and uh, part of us giving back, um, I decided to join the Aspen Junior Hockey Board. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we live mid-valley, so you got to remember, you know, you've got Aspen and then down valley you've got most of the people that work in Aspen. It's about right. 60% Hispanic. Yep. We live in that area, and, you know, I was out there beating the drum. I'm a hockey guy, let's play hockey. But there was a lot of barriers to entry, not only just the, the cost but the drive. So I just had an epiphany one day. Um, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm leaving Aspen Junior Hockey. We're going to start our own program. Grassroots. I'm going to provide free hockey for everyone. We had a goal of 100 kids our first year, and we had 400 sign up, um, and we achieved 50% diversity. So we had 80 Latinos and 125 girls. It was just it was awesome. And um, you know, you know, it was a good lesson for us too because there's a lot of barriers to entry, um, even as little as you know our kids. You know, we 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 decided to go ahead and get them signed up. A lot of the Hispanic population being undocumented, uh, they didn't want to put on their information in USA Hockey. They didn't want to give us credit cards and everything. So it was literally pen and paper, writing their name down, show up, give them their free equipment. And, um, yeah, Now we, this is our second year. We've got 600 kids. We just built a uh, nhl size outdoor rink. It's like winter classic every night for the kids. It's cool. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, right now, I'm I'm i uh, I've got a goal. We're building a you know a rink for them. So we've got about a uh, 10 million dollar budget to build an indoor rink, first first kind mid valley. So it's it's been super successful, and we appreciate the NHL stepping up. because yeah. we know it's a problem in hockey, and they know it's a problem. And I think they're taking our, our blueprint, and uh, they want to they want to share that to the rest of the communities around the U.S. and Canada.
0: And, uh, David, uh, hopefully there will be a deepening of the relationship.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, um, you know, any time Sheldon's down with the kids, and, I mean, again, you see the impact that it has, and I agree. I mean, like, we all have that moment as kids where you you actually think you can actually do something with this. And um, if you're not provided that opportunity, it, it becomes really challenging to ever see yourself in that light And um you know I just again it's amazing work um, what Sheldon's doing and um, really commend him for it and, and yeah we'll obviously help at any anytime and anywhere we can.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you hope for that too with, with respect to DU a kind of relationship that Oh yeah, we're might we're be all, uh, yeah, we're all in. Might I mean, be good for everybody and you, again throughout the state linking up you, you the program in, you're running with the program 100
2: percent. i mean not, nothing against the abs right go abs i'm going to the game right. tonight but all of right. our kids are wearing <laughs> du stuff uh yeah, yeah. Just, just let you know like they're <laughs> they you know at the end of the day you know everyone wants to play in the nhl but um but we as a as an organization we feel like we're going to be able to put a lot of kids through college which their families that's the main thing whether they play hockey or not it doesn't yeah right. totally. and, and, uh, fortunately, you know, grateful that DU has, has come in, and you know we didn't really know each other very much. They welcomed us with open arms, and yeah. now they, you know, they're they're stuck with us now. So yeah. we, <laughs> we just Partners. named we just yes. named him honorary coach, though. Just so yeah. you know, oh this is really? This is. Yeah, yeah. This is a very special coach's hat right here. Absolutely, that's some beauty. Oh yeah. So, beauty. So. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you 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 played. You know about rivalries. Uh, you've been around here long enough to hear about denver and colorado college i guess uh uh, michigan and michigan state have a rivalry that's two games longer yeah 335 to 333 as of tomorrow night oh yeah what do you think? You're oh, going to the abs tonight, but what a hockey I, weekend! I, end,
2: huh? when I found out that they were playing in the Ball Arena, like I, if I would have changed my plans if I didn't have the, <laughs> I didn't have the Broncos coming. Well, in, yeah,
0: sure. I mean, we understand but, that, you know,
2: But guess, <laughs> but this would, this is what I did today, because of that. I, on my way here, I stopped at Costco. You know, the big one in the sure, Eagle. Sure, We bought. Uh, we don't have a TV at the rink. The, the game will be on. Hopefully, it's okay, televised.
0: Be on. Uh, we'll, yes. Okay, yes, we'll uh, we'll have it on. So it'll be up it. there yep. yeah for sure. So we
2: least we'll be up to, the kids will be cheering because we you've got you've got 600 fans for yeah. sure. So yeah. they're all yeah. excited to uh, uh, to watch you guys play. Absolutely.
0: And uh, you know that that's where you want people to start watching. Yep. Not only participate but start watching hockey yeah. Yeah. when absolutely. they're the age of some of these kids. Absolutely.
2: Totally. Yeah. And and you know again a, a, a super diverse you know, diverse population too. So, we, we want to, we've got a goal up. We want to put our first Hispanic kid uh, oh, into the yes. NHL or in, in oh, you know, yes. an NCAA scholarship. And, Absolutely. and I've got a Hispanic coach and uh, he's super. He's he's going to be the mayor uh, there one day. He's, he's on these radio stations, but it's all in Hispanic. There's a Hispanic DJ and they all sure. love him. Sure. And uh, so, he's really uh, put himself, you know, in the forefront of the community and it's been a beautiful thing to see. And we believe that, you know, the kids can see it, they can be it. So it was important to have, uh, you know, a coach that was, you know, from Mexico and played at a high level. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Well, everything you're doing is very much appreciated, and I'm glad to have the chance to meet you, but to give you a chance to speak yeah. in front of all these people and uh, not only promote hockey, but promote diversity yeah. and the youth uh, throughout the state. And in a place, like you know, people have stereotypes about Aspen. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're talking about kids who really need this. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's totally funded. Yeah. Financed.
2: hundred percent. hundred percent. We've got, uh, yeah, so I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, and I want to make sure it's because we, we had, uh, we were on uh, um, uh, spitting and Chicklets. And there was, the biz kept on saying Aspen. And, of course, people like, oh, you know, poor, yeah. poor kids in Aspen. Poor like, whoa, kids whoa. in Aspen. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, you drive oh, out a little bit you see yeah. it uh so um yeah but uh, hopefully we'll we're hope, we've got a couple camps coming up, so I'm going to be recruiting these guys. I, I know this guy's quite a coach, so maybe we might be able to get yeah, him out we, there.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you've heard about <laughs> him a little bit. I, of course, he's a much uh, younger man. He, he's not even half my age.
2: Oh, I know. I I'm know. almost embarrassed. I mean, for, for his resume at this for point? his resume? Yeah, where is he going When next? I was 32 I
0: mean... <laughs> years old, I had no idea what I was going to do with my oh, life. I know.
2: You've got to get so. the golden handcuffs on yeah. him, otherwise he's going to be moving out. Nah, that's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> well, uh, Sheldon, thank you yep. for, for coming all the way down because I know you got to go all yeah. the way back no, up no, tomorrow, yep. and it's great to see you yep. and meet you. Thank no, you. No, thank you so much. It was an honor and yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Appreciate thank it. you. And I know your wife uh, said when you first began uh, uh, up there that she'd never seen you work this hard, and your response was, it's not work. It's
2: not work, buddy. not, work. not when it comes to yeah. giving back in hockey. So it's a good thing. Thanks, Sheldon. Yeah, man.
0: thanks. So, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank yeah, appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk more with David. We'll be bringing on Connor... Uh, Capone and Casey Dornbach a little bit later on. In the hour, this is the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl here from the Campus Lounge. Sandy Cleff alongside. Stay with us. (laughs) And we continue now the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl, Sandy Clough, here uh, from the Campus Lounge uh, tonight. Uh, Washington Park and Bonnie Bray's oldest standing dive bar. But uh, if you've been here, you know, even if you've been here just one time over the years, you know it's a lot more than that. Uh, the burgers are terrific, the best in the region. Uh, the place is fun. Kids can play, parents can relax. We've got uh, uh, the Avalanche and Anaheim starting here in about half an hour. And we're located right off the three way intersection of Exposition University and Bonnie Bray Boulevard. And you can always come and watch the Pioneers here at the campus lounge. And uh, Coach, fascinating man.
1: Yes, he is. Yes, very impressive. Uh, Yes. Um, You know, doesn't. Doesn't need to do what he's doing, but um, no. is, is doing it for all the right reasons. And, um, yeah, amazing work that he's doing, impacting. I mean, that's impacting people's lives and, uh, in a really, really positive way. So, um, again, just starting to get to know him um, a little bit, but and obviously very impressed and, and can't wait to get to know him better.
0: Who knows, five years, ten years from now, you may have uh, some of his kids playing yeah. for you. yep,
1: yep, absolutely. Very real possibility. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, uh, it it, again. It's we we hear still about Minnesota and Massachusetts and uh, even Illinois being a great breeding grounds for uh, for hockey and you know a few other states as well. Colorado's right up there. Yep. Colorado's right up there now. It is now. It wasn't that way 30 years ago, maybe, but now it is.
1: no that i mean the championships helped in in 96 oh, yeah. and yeah. 01 and um, you know again you look at but someone your like championships Troy Terry helped too. yeah no, no. true um, but you know we're not naive to think that the avalanche you know i mean when they do well it 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 grows the game to a, a much bigger level right. around here and um you know you look at a guy like Troy, Troy Terry, Terry born in uh, 1997 yeah um you look at Adam Foots' boys yeah um you look at Aiden Thompson born in '02. Yeah. um you know yeah. these guys they they grow up and um they're they're watching the avalanche it's on tv it's um and again it, it's kind of that moment that Sheldon was talking about where you think you know this is yeah. something I could do and, and it sparks them and and gets them going down this great path. You talk about the Shore brothers, Um, just, just so many, um, you know, and then we obviously, um, you know, we become the beneficiary of it, but um, you know, we run hockey schools as well. We're, you know, we have uh, 240 kids that come through over a two week period that, you know, that our guys are working with. And uh, many of our Colorado local players started out coming through uh, the Denver Pioneer hockey school. And um, so again, yeah, it's, it's doing it at, at the grassroot level and, um, you know, the, the, the benefits and the results takes time, but um, you're certainly seeing it. You're going to see again, um, you know, because of these championships, there's going to be – it's going to just continue to build the momentum of Colorado youth hockey. I,
0: I want to talk to you about what this rivalry with CC means. And uh, I know when Matt played here – uh, Colorado College and, and DU at the Frozen Four, along with two other WCHA teams, that was back in uh, the old days of the WCHA, uh, in 2005, uh, all four teams in the Frozen Four were Western teams, and DU and CC played in the semifinals. Uh, it was not, uh, thankfully for DU, a particularly uh, close game, and, and maybe was the best game DU played Uh, all around all year but that rivalry had reached a fever pitch at that point uh i know you kind of like it competitively the way it is now but are there signs uh you you beat them last year four times out of four you shut them out three times but they seem to be much improved this year they were in third place at one point in your league and i think uh this week uh uh, they're still ahead of Duluth and North Dakota in the league standings. Yeah
1: no oh, they are and um, yeah those were great years um, you know they were in the national championship game in 96 yep. um, against Michigan and um, I mean they had it they had it rolling um, for a, a real you know probably 15-year window and um, you know unfortunately for them it, it fell on some hard times and uh, we're not going to complain about the points and, and no. the wins that no. we got in the standings. And you like then, the gold but, pan? Which yeah, the gold been pan's been nice. Um, yeah. But there's no doubt uh, with the new building, um, the new coaching staff, uh, really in large part to a to a pioneer great who was on that 05 team that beat CC and oh, Peter yes, Menino. We'll see Peter Menino um, tomorrow. Well. Yeah, he'll be on the bench for Colorado College, and uh, you can you're seeing it in the recruiting. Um, you're seeing it in the the brand and the consistency. Of how they're playing, I, I think they're they're getting more um, ingrained in that. Uh, their staff is getting that ingrained in their team, and uh, how hard they are to play against. And uh, you know, world junior goaltender uh, on their team, they had two world junior players uh, this season, so um, it's certainly on the upswing. You're you're seeing it in the results uh, with what they're doing, and you know, ultimately, yeah. Do we was it great to 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 win? all four games last year and, and to go on the run we had maybe over the last 10 years. Sure. But um, I would also argue it was pretty great when CC and Denver were playing in the frozen four in Columbus. Oh. And uh, what that, that, that was an amazing yeah, it really Yeah. It, and what that meant for the rivalry and, and the growth of the game in Colorado. And um, so, yeah, it's, it, it's a good thing I think for, for the, for them, for the rivalry, um, that things are on the upswing. They are a much improved team. Uh, from a season ago, and and we will have our hands full. Uh, four of our remaining ten games against them. Yeah, so, that's um, right. You know, right. It's, we're going to see a lot of, a lot of black and gold um, over the remaining uh, four weeks, five weeks of the season here.
0: Uh, your team, uh, at this point, we t- we talked about sometimes needing. A wake-up call, and we were talking about the Avalanche earlier. They lost a game to the Blackhawks a few weeks back, and Mm -hmm. uh, I know even with all the injuries, that was kind of embarrassing, and it seemed to ignite them, and they haven't lost a game since. Uh, They're on a winning streak that they hope to continue tonight against Anaheim. Um, Could those games last week galvanize you and set you up for, for a similar kind of run, because as you've explained on previous shows, having made the trip to St. Cloud, you only have one more plane trip. For the yeah. remainder of the regular season, mm-hmm. all the other games, eight out of the remaining ten are here in state.
1: Yeah, no, they are. And Again, you always um, – we've talked a lot about it with um, how do you – what's the challenge like of repeating and um, trying to do it again. And, and I think one of the major um, – you know, pitfalls or challenges is, is a level of complacency that can creep in and and kind of assuming that when things go poorly, they're just going to be okay right. because we did it last year and we can just turn it on and do this and that. Um, and what we've seen with this group, we haven't seen that. So that that's a really positive thing. Um, we think that, like, the UMass sweep really was a big thing for us. It, it helped push oh, us, no uh, the loss no to doubt. Omaha. we responded in a really yeah. good way. Like we haven't just assumed that things would get better. Yeah. Um, we've gone to work and made them better. And and that's that's a great thing and a great sign of, of where the team can get to. Um, you know, crystal ball, yeah. Would, would we hope that, that last weekend uh, makes us perform better? Uh, for sure. And, and do we expect a response out of our team? Um, that is what it was, you know, that is better than last weekend as far as the execution, and it's not like we talked about. We didn't play poorly, um, but there's certainly things that we can do better and do more of, and um, we would expect a response given what we've seen out of this group earlier in the year. We would expect a good response going into tomorrow night. Uh,
0: the one thing that did jump out last weekend was it was the fact that they had, uh, I think, three power play goals in the second period on Friday. And they added a power play goal on Saturday yep. and I don't care who you're playing or what the outcome of the games are. When you give up on a weekend for power play goals, you're not happy. I'm guessing that's been a point of emphasis.
1: Yeah. We've worked week. on special teams a little bit more this week. in um, the PK as well put yep. a little bit more emphasis on that. And um, again, sharpening, trying to sharpen some things on, on what we're doing and, um, there's no doubt that, that we lost the special teams battle uh, both nights, and it was it was a major oh, sure. um, yeah. factor in the results of the games on the weekend, and um, something that we will we are and we will continue to work on.
0: We're bringing on Connor Caponi and Casey Dornbach here in just a few minutes. Tell us a little bit about each of them uh, first. Uh, Connor, you've had. Uh, for a couple of years he's a junior now yep. and he's a high energy guy and a great player for you on face-offs
1: yeah yeah no he's a, a player that's really grown his game um has been challenged to do that and uh, give him a lot of credit in his first two years i mean there was the physicality was always there yeah. um and it just took some hard conversations of you know that's not what we always need out of you. We we need more from your game, and um, and that's face-offs, that's possessing more pucks, and um, you know he'll be the first to tell you that um, he doesn't like doing stick handling drills, and, and it makes him uncomfortable. Um, but but I will say he's really made himself uncomfortable in trying to make himself better, and and you're seeing a more consistent, reliable player. That line's been excellent for us, uh, particularly here in the second half, and. He's been a huge part of it. His humility and, and, and his ability to take responsibility for trying to get better um, has been a great model for, for others within the program as well. So really proud of him, and, and he's, he's found himself into a really valuable role on the
0: team. And, of course, uh, Casey Dornbach, just another guy from Medina, Minnesota by way of Harvard, who's ended <laughs> up at DU. Yeah,
1: yeah the, what a the, journey. the The traditional path. Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, no. Casey's been been an excellent addition. Um, you know, did a lot of homework on him uh, last summer after his time at Harvard, and had some really good, honest conversations with him about what to expect coming in here. And um, you know, it's you're not just coming here to um, you know to to necessarily be exactly who you are. Like we want to we want to help you and, and help you get better and add different elements to your game. And um, he's been, um, again, eyes wide open, very receptive, and I think has become a better hockey player, um, throughout his short time with us. And obviously the, the impact he's made on the score sheet, uh, um, yeah. and, in, in putting the Your puck second in the leading back of the goal net, scorer, second leading yeah. point producer. Yeah. He, he has all of those things in spades and, um, he's, he's done a really nice job, I think, ingraining himself within the team and the culture, um, which has allowed him to, then be able to have success. It's, it's not easy coming in to a room as a new person, and, and it takes a mature person to do that, um, to check their ego, and, and Casey has done that um, all season long, and I think it's a big part of why he's had success.
0: Coach, thanks. We appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow night at Ball Arena, 7 o'clock start. Uh, 104.3 The Fan HD3. And, of course, there will be television coverage uh, here that we mentioned earlier as well. And when we come back, we'll be visiting with Connor Capone and Casey Dornbach right here on the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl, Sandy Cleff alongside. Stay with us. And our guests, Connor Caponi and Casey Dornbach, who will be in action, of course, tomorrow night for DU against Colorado College. This is the Campus Lounge Coaches Show uh, with David Carl. We are uh, uh, here in uh, uh, the leading bar in the area, the, the Campus Lounge, uh, Washington Park, Bonnie Bray's uh, oldest standing dive bar, but uh, it's so much more than that. We've got a great crowd here in here tonight. Uh, lots going on. Abs will be playing in a few moments. Uh, we've got uh, uh, ESPN on and on in here. We got the Golf Channel on in here. Uh, anything sports related, you'll find, including the DU hockey games uh, this weekend. Just one game, and it's tomorrow night at Ball Arena. Uh, CC against DU and uh, we still have some slips up here if you haven't registered for a chance to win four tickets to the game tomorrow night come up here and do so uh, we will be drawing right at the conclusion of the show tonight uh, for a winner four tickets to the game tomorrow night between CC and DU at ball arena Connor Caponi and Casey Dornbach have joined us and uh, Connor we'll start with you. Um, I'm guessing This is a first-time experience in an NHL building, Ball Arena, home of uh, the defending champion Colorado Avalanche. You're a defending champion as well. How much have you been looking forward to this game, not only against CC, but a chance to play it at Ball Arena? Yeah, obviously, uh, D.C. told us uh,
3: early on in the year we were going to play uh, ball arena. We were all really excited about it. And, uh, you know, anytime you get to play C.C. Uh, during the year, it's it's so fun. Uh, we love playing against them. They're our biggest rival. And um, we're excited and ready to go for tomorrow night. Casey, I'm going
0: you would have played, right, a bean pot? Played uh, the bean pot. You, you would have played in an NHL arena before.
4: Yep, and then the – minnesota state high school tournament oh that's right that's right uh, at the xl
0: sure at xl energy center in st paul absolutely um you looking forward to this even though you've done it before to to play you know it'll be five figure crowd tomorrow night
4: for sure you know and not being here uh experiencing the rivalry between du and cc before just hearing about it um can't wait to be a part of it and uh we're all super excited to do it at ball arena for sure
0: many many years ago uh, i was in college following college hockey doing the games at st lawrence university it was the ecac <laughs> back then and now there's hockey east and of course uh, the ecac of which uh, uh, harvard is uh, still a part and I- i'm guessing from my uh, recollection that uh, there was always a rivalry with the other boston schools but if it was Harvard Dartmouth or Harvard Cornell, you know, the Ivy League schools, uh, it was a little bit something special. Yep. Maybe a little bit like DU and CC, which is going to be 333 games old tomorrow night. Yeah,
4: wow. We definitely had some, some different rivalries. Uh, the biggest in the Ivy League were Cornell and Yale. And yeah, uh, yeah, sure. For sure. Oh, yes,
0: oh, yes. Uh, absolutely, uh, St.
4: Lawrence. Uh, St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence got got uh, got rowdy against us too when we go when we go there.
0: And when you go to Appleton Arena, mm-hmm. which has been refurbished yeah, has. since uh, since I <laughs> I was there, Stead it was the old wood. when I was there. Stead it did all the wood around it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, that, it's that. still got
4: that feel. Yeah, but no, but it is been renovated. It's renovate it. it's, yeah, it's a nice a little
0: little building. But uh, uh, Connor, you're uh, from Milwaukee, right? I am. Yeah. I uh, grew
3: up there. I left early, though, when I was 15. I went to Culver Military Academy. Right. uh, Played hockey there. And then uh, went to the USHL and ended up at Denver. And I I couldn't be happier to be here. It's an unreal program to play for. and I mean, the best part about it is just the guys, the group of guys we have in the locker room. Such a fun team to be a part of. And, yeah, I couldn't be happier that I ended up here.
0: You and uh, Edwards and Lorenz and maybe uh, Lemire, too, uh, kind of alternate. There are a few others who will alternate uh, in there with you on that fourth line. Uh, But I remember when uh, you you, you had uh, with Alaska um, kind of a tough weekend, at least the first night a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. You guys were the ones who who brought the energy, and that carried over to the second night, and – Uh, Fourth line players, uh, after a loss like that, you know, sometimes your line was the one that stayed together the next night. Every other line changed a little bit, but you guys stayed together. Uh, What's your idea when uh, you and Edwards played together quite a bit over the years? What's your idea going into any given game? Let's say the one tomorrow night with CC. what Uh, you're trying to provide.
3: Yeah, tomorrow night should be uh, fairly easy to bring energy. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people in the building anyways, but – um, I think when you play in front of a crowd that big, I think you might have an extra step. So, um, But when we go into any game, I think we're just focused on our energy and what we can do to uh, bring value to the team. And I think that might be playing physical or playing simple in the D zone or just doing pretty much whatever um, job we need to do. And um, I think me, Eddie, and uh, Rieger have started to build some yeah. chemistry. And, yeah. um, I mean, it's been exciting. We, we scored a couple couple goals the last right. two the weekends. And, right. Um, yeah, hopefully we continue to do that so
0: you're very good on face-offs
3: yeah but not last weekend though but well yeah not most last of weekend. the time though you're over yeah, on most, most of the time what yeah. makes
0: a good face-off man
3: uh well for me i just try to use this my strength to yeah. you know i mean i can get leverage on guys and i'm pretty small so i can get low to the ice and i just kind of try to power through them and also, you just got to work on your timing a lot, and I think we do that pretty well in practice. Like, after practice, we always practice face-offs and all that. So, um, I think we've gotten better as a group uh, as the year gone on on face-offs, and that's been good to see. So,
0: Casey, uh, you're getting a chance to play with Connor this year for the first time. Uh, you're about the same size, right? Are yeah, you amazed bit, bit sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> how physical his game is and how – Easily he sacrifices his body. I saw you throw, I think in the Mm -hmm. Miami series, a body check that is as good and clean Mm. a body check as I've seen at least in college hockey this year. Does that amaze you that someone his size plays that way without any regard for uh, his safety?
4: The the things that Connor can do are, are special for sure. And uh, he's he's got a gift, and he's got a big heart, and he shows that every night, and uh, is a huge part of our team. And been fun to fun to see that, and everything else he does too. Um, he was humble talking about faceoffs. He's he, he was probably still above uh, most guys on his off weekend last weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you played at Harvard, you were the ECAC Rookie of the Year. And you play a certain way, and Hart a good team. Good team again this year. Uh, One of the more highly ranked teams uh, in the country. Has your role changed here at all? Your numbers have been terrific, but are you playing a different game? Uh, I hope this doesn't come out sounding patronizing, but but, but maybe a more complete game here? You're being asked to do more things?
4: No, I don't think that's a – you know, bad question. I think it's definitely, uh, my game has evolved in that sense. And, um, the, the style that's played here has only helped round out my game for sure. And, uh, you know, we, we play in a different league before and, and, you know, there's, there's good players all around oh, college sure. hockey, but, but this, this year has definitely been, uh, I, I would agree with that rounding out my game and, and yeah. just learning, um, you know, the culture here and, uh, the way that Denver hockey plays, um, you know, has felt can only add add to my game too and just try to add value wherever I can um, in new ways, but also sticking to, you know, what's got me here too. And so it's been it's been a great, uh, you know, learning and, and development year. And you, sure. you've
0: had a chance uh, off and on this year, but more on recently to play with uh, Mazur and, of course, Rizzo uh on that top line but you have played with everybody and you've been productive with everybody why is that
4: uh you know i just think we got a lot of great players to play with and um you know whether it's aiden thompson lot,
0: or carter king's line i mean it exactly, seems you fit they're, right they're, in
4: yeah exactly we just we got a lot of great players to play with and that's made my job easier and um you know i, I I like to, to use my teammates and, and try to build chemistry uh, right away when, you know, whatever the lines are or things like that because you got to do those things throughout a season to, you know, whether it's shake things up or, um, you know, continue to find chemistry throughout the whole lineup, uh, even if one line scoring sure. might not be the best thing for the team. So, right you know, Go just got to kind of focusing on what you can control and your game, I think my experience um, in college hockey just maintaining focus on that and getting better like you said and whether it's rounding out my game or finding new ways to score or you know help the team just focus on that and and the the other guys have made it made it click uh, for sure.
0: We'll let you both run on this but uh, Connor for you uh, what are some of the lessons from last weekend that you think you can apply to the upcoming series and to these final 10 games
3: yeah I mean I think last weekend uh I mean we played a really good team last weekend and um you know I think uh, Friday night they just had a lot of momentum going and you know Saturday night we just didn't execute the way we normally do so um but I think you know lessons learned I mean you know like DC said earlier you know margin of error is really small oh, yeah. especially in our conference and I think CC's a lot better this year than they were last oh, year and yeah. my freshman year as well. So, um, you know, they're no pushover. And um, I think just bringing our bringing our A game really, I don't, I don't think we were, uh, we were on our toes as much as we should have been last weekend. And I think uh, tomorrow night's a really good opportunity for a response.
0: Uh, Casey, you played very well last weekend, even though the, the, the team lost twice. And you had a beautiful assist in the first goal of the weekend. As I remember it was the first goal of the weekend on on Friday night where you were patient off the backhand, and uh, you end up uh, scoring to tie the game at that point at 1-1. I know uh, in the official stats you have 11 goals, but to me you have 12. Uh, If not for the big ice surface, I don't know how they didn't see that buck going. It wasn't like it was between his pads for 15, 20 seconds or anything it that yeah it was uh, pretty quickly that uh, but but same question to you the, the, the lessons from last weekend that you can apply now going forward
4: yeah then you know <laughs> the goal that's not something can control just gotta get back yeah. to playing but uh definitely was unfortunate would have been good momentum was for nice. us we the, made it 2-1 and had some other chances
0: pair. end of the second there
4: for sure yeah. um i just think all weekend there was some pivotal moments uh where we didn't capitalize and where they capitalized on, on our mistakes like coach talked about um, and got to give them credit they're a really good team it's no excuse um, it being an Olympic ice and a different a little bit different there even though we've you know majority of our losses have been there you know we right we noticed I'm that a big but, ice but we're yeah. not we're not you know going into the weekend thinking we're at a disadvantage because of that it's just um, it is what it is we got to learn from it and there were de- there were some things that translate wherever we play um whatever ice ice surface yeah. we didn't do and that they did but um there were a lot of things to take from that too and we still believe that you oh, know sure. we but have a, still a great team and yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. <laughs> those things happen but now we gotta keep looking forward yes yep. absolutely
0: and we'll look forward to seeing you both tomorrow night thank you for coming on with us so you appreciate, appreciate it appreciate thanks it. for having us that's the junior Connor Capone and uh, the senior, Casey Dornbach, and that is the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl for this week. Thank you all here from the Campus Lounge uh, for joining us, and uh, thanks otherwise for listening. Remember, tomorrow night's 7 o'clock start on 104.3 The Fan HD3. Uh, Sandy Clough for David Carl, uh, for Connor Capone, uh, for Casey Dornbach, and, of course, our – Special guest tonight, uh, Sheldon Militsky, who is uh, presumably en route if he has not already arrived at Ball Arena for the Avalanche in Anaheim, which will be starting here. And you can watch the game right here at the Campus Lounge. If you're in the area, come on by and watch some of the action with us. We'll see you next week with our next edition, our first February 2023 edition of uh, the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl. Thanks for listening.